Cause they don't like me Bitch, I know I got a good mic. Fuck. Hello, welcome to Zay's motherfucking table talk, bitch. This is the episode six finale. This is the season motherfucking finale for Zay's table talk tonight. And over here in my hand, I hold seven important motherfuckers that are going to be helping me talk on my panel tonight. I have Mr. Jupiter on the panel tonight via Ubo Live, period. Miss Anjane, Miss Summer Miyuki, Miss JLo, Miss Nubia, Mr. Cam, and of course my motherfucking self. Y'all go ahead and say hello to the people. Hey. Oh, oh. Oh. Okay. Alrighty, righty. So, y'all, I'm, I really just want to take time and thank y'all for coming out and showing support and joining the panel tonight because, you know, motherfuckers have caved and gone, but we have a set of seven, which is the number of completion in the Bible. So, amen. Praise the Lord. All right. So, how y'all doing tonight? I'm doing good. We're doing good. Perry. Perry. Per, all right. So on my first list, you know, we got to go and get into these motherfucking topics. Um, I want y'all to know that y'all are at home. Y'all are are a guest inside of my house at the moment. So kick your feet up. Don't take your shoes off if they um if if your fucking feet stink. Don't be doing none of that nasty shit that you do over in your house if you got all of this shit going on over there. We finna go ahead and get into these topics. Go on and grab y'all a plate from the kitchen. Sit y'all ass down. Don't get no crumbs and don't get no juice on my floor, bitch. Because I'm going to make you pay for it. All right. Now, so let's go ahead and get into this Oscars incident, bitch. Because I know I wasn't the only one that was seeing this shit the other night. So if y'all are not new to the situation, or the people that are listening and for the people that are inside of the live stream at the moment for the podcast, there was the incident between Will Smith and Chris Rock. And um, Will Smith walks his nappy head ass or his happy go lucky ass onto the stage and he slaps Chris Rock across the face because because of a joke that he made towards Will Smith's wife, which happens to be Jada Pinkett. The bitch that played in BAPS. Yeah, her. Um, yeah, he made a really uh, insensitive joke. And he said that he didn't know anything about it. But um, he was making fun of her saying that she looked like G.I. Jane because she has a bald head. If y'all are familiar with the G.I. Joe or G.I. Jane series, you know that white bitch has a bald head. So do y'all feel like it was appropriate for Will to go um, come out from the audience and go onto the stage and slap the hell out of Will? Uh, did I say Jada? No, do y'all think it was appropriate for Will to go on stage and slap Chris Rock? Yes or no? No. No? Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. I'm going to start over here with Jupiter. I'm, I want to get a list of opinions and stuff like that. Um, Jupiter, go ahead and give me your opinion on how you feel about the situation. Why do you feel like he was right for... Uh, <laughs> that y'all pulled the shit up on the fucking screen. <laughs> Bitch, bitch, not G.I.J. look like that. Oh, I hope I'm not too loud in this. At the end of the day, everybody wants somebody that's going to have a back to fit them, especially if they in a field where they feel like they can't do it comfortably themselves. I know with a woman, it's like she can't really defend herself fully against no men. So up to the end of the day, it was her husband's job to defend her, no matter what terms they was on. And I think he did good. 
Okay. Mr. Anjane, how do you feel about the whole situation? Yes, we can hear you. Oh shit, I didn't see my mic blinking. Fuck. Okay. But um yeah, so I think I that's how I was thinking yesterday, um, with the first person that was talking. I agreed with you yesterday, but today I feel like he should have said something, um, like the way he oh, wow. sat down and was like keep my wife's name out of your mouth. I think he should have said that first. And then left it at that because the fact that he had to go up and do his acceptance speech and then be like, oh, don't ban me from, you know, what was it, the, the Grammy, the Oscars? Mm-hmm. Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just feel like he could have handled it a little differently because, like, you know, the way that the Oscars and the Grammys and all the award shows are set up, like, it's already not looking good for, like, you know, POC folks, especially yeah. black folk in mm-hmm. the industry. So, like, I, don't get me wrong. I understand where the emotion comes from. Like, you know, I, trust me, I would have slapped the shit out of the nigga too. But, uh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Sorry. I'm just gonna, yeah. <laughs> we are ready to eat. We are rated E on Zay's Table Talk, y'all. So y'all don't got to be, you know, clean and stuff like that. You know, we ex- they know I'm explicit. They know how my mouth gets. All right, Miss Summer, how do you feel about the whole situation? Okay, so, like, at first I was saying, like, why was he doing that? Because I really didn't understand the situation. So I found out that he made the joke about people having alopecia. You know, that's nothing to joke about. And basically, I think he had all rights, even... Even though, even though it is hard for brown, brown colored folks to get in, you know, places of like places such as the Grammys and like everything, I just feel like, you know, he was sticking up for his wife and you know how he felt. He felt he needs to do that. So I feel like if you know whatever you feel like you need to do, mm-hmm. and he just felt like he had the power and he needed to go up there and do that. So I feel like yes was in the right because first of all no one should be joking about it even though even though even though even though if Jada did take it in a lighter perspective like or or probably the next day she probably went home and did something to herself because he made a joke about it so right I feel like in him and him having to make an apology speech about not kidding kick, getting him kicked off the Grammys is like is like it's like first of all people being insensitive to people that have this condition and I want to. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to say like, um, you know, him getting slapped was like the right thing to do. But basically, what I'm trying to say is like this one girl. She got made fun of for like her name was like Christina Palawa. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Sorry if I'm pronouncing it like wrong or something. Um, but basically, what she ended up doing, like you know, these girls end up befriending her, and then like what happened. Right. Is that she ended up, she ended up, she ended up she ended up killing her friends and everything, even though they did friend her and made her like become one of the girls that everybody liked and everything. But it's like you don't know how people are dealing with that on the inside. Right. Yeah. Period. Okay. Y'all, Miss Jayla, what you got for me? 
all throughout the media, whatever, and I was just kind of like a loss for words that Will Smith just really went up there and slapped the fuck out of Chris Rock. <laughs> um, I'm going to say this. Like, first of all, you laughed at the joke. Then you slapped Chris Rock for making the joke. And then you're laughing after punching him. Like, <laughs> I just kind of like lost all respect for Will Smith. Like, it's not okay to put your hands on anyone. Like, there's a time and a place, and this was live television. Um, being at an award show that is predominantly white. And right. For Chris Rock to make that joke about Jada Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith, sorry. <laughs> they it, they it both look alike. Very much Uncle Tom vibes. Like, yeah. I don't, it's just, yeah. I agree with Lost you. completely, lost all respect for him, so. Okay. Miss Nubia. Honestly, I would say I don't believe that situation, the way that it was, like, pitched out. I would say I watched the video, like, numerous times, and it kind of looks like he didn't really hit him. Mm -hmm. And that it was, like, a maybe, like, a, a sound effect. I don't know. Like, it, it just it just didn't make sense to me how, like, at one point you were in the audience laughing, and then you just all of a sudden get up and... Slap the shit out of him. Chris, yeah, and then after that, you're like yelling to, for him to keep your uh, wife's name out of his out of his mouth, and then you're crying. It it just it just doesn't. It's giving very much. Oh, I'm here to um, audition for an acting scene on live television. So honestly, I don't I don't really I don't believe that. No. Understandable. Mr. Cam, how you feel about it? <laughs> oh my god. I've read this conversation like way too much. You will be talking about this all day. <laughs> to be honest with you, there's a time and place to do a lot of things. I ain't slapping no grown man in front of nobody. That's some shit I could have took to the side personally to the end, but like, yo, keep my wife's name out your mouth. You didn't have to do that kind of shit, so. I lost mad respect for Will for that. Yeah. And he seemed mad rich for crying and doing the whole dramatics and shit because, like, you really doing the most over a woman who disrespected you in the first place. So I don't get it. It's an open relationship. Ain't no Yeah. <laughs> but she was fucking that man without Will knowing. So that doesn't make it an open relationship. That's cheating. But Will was out there fucking me. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Like you said, it was an open relationship, but Will did tell her he was fucking. She didn't I mean, tell and, Will. I, and, I, and I'm noticing how I'm noticing how all these other celebrities are making their opinions like, oh, um, that's not that. If that was uh, somebody that I'm not screwing. I wouldn't be slapping shit or defending shit. Realize there's a difference between a wife, a girlfriend, and all that. Literally. And the mother and children. Yeah, there's Will, a huge difference. You don't got no respect for yourself because, like, you really just embarrassing yourself at this point defending a woman that has no respect for you. Your family don't want to deal with you. And you just out here thinking that everything is good if you put on a face. It's not that simple. Did y'all notice after the mom was surprised too? <laughs> and the funny thing the is, Jada was laughing after. Mm -hmm. Jada was laughing afterwards. Exactly. 
fucking hot. I feel like just and I had a little insight because a lot of people were talking about like this, like the many theories that were going on uh, if y'all paid attention because you know I watch award shows a lot in 2016 there was a um, Chris Rock was I believe he was co-host or he was hosting the Oscars once again um, or before I'm sorry he was actually targeting Will and Jada um, saying that Will had gone mad and saying that Jada was lack of a better phrase stupid because she was trying to boycott, boycott the Oscars kind of like you know uh, just make her seem like she was dumb and I think Will took that in that moment to like say like like okay you said what the fuck you said you did what you did and everything like that but I'm finna don't do that shit no more and as soon as he got to the awards it was the straw that broke the camel's back because first of all you're being insensitive because you're calling my wife G.I. Jane which is a bald-headed ass lady the reason that Jada would cut her hair period is because for one her hair is thinning at the top and she's going through this whole thing of alopecia and I don't believe Chris Rock really knew about it but like even with that being said you need to like okay this but with other people and stuff <laughs> please stop putting this shit on the screen oh my god I feel like you need to okay this and stuff like that with other people just like how um Tyler with Beyonce and stuff like that making remarks about Beyonce or uh, making a mockery or doing like a parody towards the end of his movie he okayed it with um the person that he was doing the joke about before he actually did the shit and I feel like I feel like it was a little bit over the top of Will to go and slap the shit out of him but bitch that shit was funny I was laughing my ass off and then he got in the audience it was fucking screaming and yelling at uh what's his name at fucking Chris Rock now that shit was too much you could have just slapped him and just sat your ass down and just kept it pushing and people would have been like is this fake is this real this and this and this and the third you went in the audience and you showed your ass so yes that's just that on that on that I feel like we'll need to get his shit together. Go ahead. You said it's just what? Like, why would you like? It's it's one of those things where your family's been talked about numerous times. You ain't really said shit about it, right? People have talked shit about you. You don't talk shit about it. But a man said a joke, and I get some jokes do hit personal, right? But he said a joke that was not directed towards you at all. Literally. One that has nothing to do with you, apparently, if you're really being serious about it, because you don't see them together like that. So, what's the point? Literally. Okay, so I, just, I have like one question to ask. So, like, what if, what, if, what if the tables was turned and like it was Jada the one that slapped another woman? Because you know they're doobie double standards. So I just want people. To it do. They probably would have called her an angry at black woman. I would say the same thing too. They would, yeah. I feel like they would have called her an angry black woman. If your partner is not respecting you to the point where you have to defend them to a state that they put you in, a state that they put you in, because right. all this shit that's going on between their family happened because of Jada. It has not been because of Will. Right. Why do it now? Why make a make a public scene of yourself? Why embarrass your family 
even more. I can't say the pictures. <laughs> right. And plus, you were laughing at the point, like you were actually laughing at the joke, so it was funny. The fact that your wife had a problem, you were like, oh, well, that's my wife, I need to defend her honor. No, she fucked up the honor the first time she fucked a nigga and you didn't know about it. I'm well, screaming. You know, everybody go through what they go through in their relationships. Right. She probably accepts. She, yeah. Because he been fucking on me and he been fucking on Dwayne Martin and he been, apparently, allegedly, I'm sorry. Allegedly, he been fucking on other men. <laughs> fucking, because I don't want to have to get no fucking suit for this just in case it get out to nobody. <clears throat> apparently, um, allegedly, he did been fucking on other men like Dwayne Martin and yeah, he didn't been sticking, he been bending over and letting people run in them so you know when it comes down to the day i think she was very forgiving that he, he was getting bent over and he was giving up the stuff this like he should be forgiven for her stepping out without letting him know that she was fucking august alcina with his blind ass all right <clears throat> now let's to the next topic no for real hours and hours money long alright let's go ahead and talk about this situation with the was he 16 16 year old boy that went on the 14 the, he was four, oh he's 14 y'all Wow. 14 year old boy that had, was on this ride Apparently, I don't know too much about the story, um, but I heard that he was on a ride and he was going, you know, he was letting people know that it was like unsafe or whatever. He felt like um, that it was going to fall or whatever. He, he didn't feel like safely compacted into the seat and they put him up there anyway. And uh, oh, my God, they put him up there anyway. Please stop, because I don't want people thinking I'm laughing at the, the joke. Get this shit off the screen. For people that's listening at home, I am not laughing at this man falling, or this boy, or this child falling from this damn tall-ass ride. I think the the ride, the sky, was it a, what is it called? Skyscraper or something? It was a drop. I think he dropped 300 fucking feet from the air to his death. Oh, yeah. I, I want to assume, maybe. Um, I just think that it's crazy but apparently in the phone call um, he called his uh, cousin or his auntie one of the two people she was on the news the other day she he kept calling and stuff like that saying that they would say he was too big for the ride and he couldn't ride on the rides or whatever so he went to two rides at first they said that he was over the weight limit so he went to this third ride they finally let him on and he was letting people around him know that it, he wasn't feeling safe like he called I think he texted or he told his friends like if I don't make it like let my mom and my daddy know that I love them I've seen a couple of videos where they have done 
like to where like people will be like I want to get off the ride get me off the ride get me off the ride and they'll like continue to let them go in the air anyway I feel like if one person wants to get off the ride no matter who the fuck is on the ride if I want to get off the ride let me off like regardless of what the fuck can I, can I say something yeah, I, I didn't mean to cut you off um, also in the video uh, Lil that was wearing red he was also um, socializing with three other individuals that were seated and locked in securely while Mr. Tyree Sampson the 14 year old and his cousin were sitting mind you before the ride even went up the man that was talking to those three individuals he didn't even like bother to go and check and see if the boy was safely secured in the seat or whatever the case. It's a video that you might come across and there's another employee that's wearing a blue hoodie. Now, mind you, his job is to make sure that, you know, all the all the people that are riding are safely secured in mm -hmm. the seat. But he was, the only thing that he did was put the seats down and missed, completely missed Tyree, who was not checked at all before the ride even went up. Oh, and wow. I think I just think that that's where they messed up at. Like, why didn't y'all do that? Like, that's how they just missed one person, though. That's weird. Yeah, they like, like checking the man look like. And quote unquote, this this particular seat that Tyree was in has had numerous numerous malfunctioning, and it's just weird how like y'all didn't even bother to check the boy like at all. Did he fall out of it, or did like the whole seat, like, just come off? I mean, the way I looked at it, it was like he just slipped out. So I'm just like, he slipped Damn. out. Yeah, oh. slipped out. Weight. His weight really like pulled him down, which made him him fall impacted way more on him. So he he slipped. Out, so he fell out of the damn seat. I don't want to see that. I did see a picture of what the what he looked like, and um, I think I still got it on 
my uh, Facebook. Well, right? yeah, we'll it's on Twitter. Job to do that. How you how you gonna apply for this motherfucking job or this position 
and then when it comes about it, it's it's oh somebody died off a roller coaster or somebody died off of this. You should have you should have did your fucking job. You should have done that. And then for that, some people just want to kill these motherfuckers. Like and that, that's just my opinion. That's just how I think. Like I don't I feel like they don't care about their fucking job. So if you did, you would have stayed on your fucking game. You did. You didn't. Yeah, you didn't do good enough. Yeah. So like, isn't there like rides that have like weight limits? Yes, yes. it is. There is. Yes. So. They're four. He's fourteen yeah. years old. That girl wasn't his cousin. What was she? Her, his auntie. They said that she was lying and scamming people. His family confirmed that. The girl that was what? on the phone, on the phone on the news that was saying that. Yeah, uh, they said that's not her cousin. So what the fuck are you doing on the fucking television? Anyways, I'm sending my. I'm sending my biggest condolences out to the family Weird. because I know how. I don't know, but. I could only imagine Wait, how hard. Who is, who is her? Who are we talking about? We talking about the cousin that was on the news. She came on. She was saying that he was basically calling her, asking her for money for this ride to get on while he was at the fair or whatever. And I guess the parents came out and said that the bitch was not actually not his, uh, allegedly not his cousin or his family members or not whoever, his relative. his relative. But um, I don't understand why she was going to do some shit like that. But... At the end of the day, I hope the family gets what they they're needing to help deal with their their mental state and stuff with it, and I hope they win this case because if it is gonna be a case, I believe it's already one in the works. But I'm sending my biggest condolences yeah, out. Yeah, it's, it's gonna it's gonna be a lawsuit. It's yeah, it's definitely gonna be a lawsuit. They need to do a lawsuit against that girl who was scamming people for that money. They took down, right? Huh? Because honestly, it took it took for a situation like this. It took for a situation like this for all other rides in different states to want to, you know, be be cautious and stuff. When there's been numerous occasions and situations where people fell off rides, mm-hmm. and, it so and it shouldn't have to take that because it's protocol to like make sure all the rides are safely working so that way there's no That's malfunctions when job. people starts to get on to prevent this fucking shit that happened. They need to get fired. No, it is, is nobody seen the shit on camera. They need now they to see be the shit fired. on camera. That's when they want to take a precaution. Um, yeah, because right. I had something similar mm-hmm. happen to me. Not no one falling off the ride, but me feeling unsafe on a ride, even though they did harness me in and everything. It's just mm-hmm. the fact that, like, when I got on the ride, I, like, and I'm, like, my son, I'm pretty, like, I don't want to say I'm big, big, but, like, I have a little weight to me. And... Mm-hmm. Basically, what happened is I got on a roller coaster, and I, I'm definitely scared of roller coaster. I only got on because my best friend wanted me to get on. And basically, when we like when we were like when we were turning around and doing flips on it and stuff like that, I was moving up and down in the ride. I was like, "What the fuck? 
that was like this week. Yeah, I, I mean, safe. yeah, that's gonna happen, I'm but like, at least you're secure. Yeah, I was secure, but I, I didn't feel safe because I'm just like, nah, because, because I mean, girl, you doing rides. twists and turns, like. like no, because uh, when I was with some rides, mine was kind of loose, and I almost—that's like, what I'm saying. I it was lit, like it was because it was like it was I almost flew it out. I told him, I said, "Y'all, y'all, did not take this up because I'm gonna slip out this damn ride." That would be. I told him, I said, "If I fall this on motherfucker, if something happens to me, my family's gonna sue this motherfucker ride." So y'all need to start being secure, because yeah, because like everybody, every on that ride that I was with, they didn't feel safe either. <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, we're gonna go ahead and go to the next thing. Um, I definitely want to send my biggest condolences out to the family because I, I, like I said, I cannot imagine what they're going through, but I hope they get what is gonna help them to get themselves together. And yeah, because this this whole situation is just really fucked up. And yeah, information on the cousin just made me. Yeah. Why would you get your black ass on the news? Why would you get your black ass on the fucking news and say, "Yeah, that's my cousin." Like, like, girl, go sit your black ass down. Like, I'm really annoyed now. That really pissed because I saw her. But yeah, let yeah, mm-mm. I yeah, we need to take her ass to court. Too. Person, they blame it on all of us. So. Hmm. Okay, let's go ahead and go to the next one. We the next topic that we have for tonight, everyone, is Miss Wendy fucking Wendell Arenthal Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> The oldest. Miss Wendy Williams conservatorship. Now, if anybody does not know about what the hell has been going on with Wendy, you know Wendy has been suffering from a couple of illnesses, or more than a couple of illnesses. She's been cu- suffering from some illnesses, and um, they have been um causing her to have issues with like sight, vision, and memory. Um, I believe one of the people, some sources have said she's been struggling with like dementia. Um, you know that I've, she's been suffering with Graves' disease. What else? Um, and she's already been having ongoing um, other issues. And her thyroid. She's struggling a, with her addiction. Yeah, addiction as well, especially with alcohol. So uh, recently, Wells Fargo has been freezing Wendy Williams' bank accounts. Um, so. I guess someone over the financial advisor at Wells Fargo has been has frozen her accounts and it is keeping her from seven million dollars. Now, they feel as if Williams is not in her right state of mind to be able to, you know, accept this money, and they've been trying to follow a what is it a petition against Wells Fargo to be able to get her money back. Um, she's denying the like claims of mental health struggles and she's wanting her money and I was seeing videos of like of her after the whole during the whole situation and she just she looks normal she's talking normal but we can never be too sure like I need to be able to see on the ins and outs of what the hell they what, what the hell are y'all are seeing for y'all to make it seem 
or for her to for y'all to be over like withholding her money like what are you holding her money for exactly like, i need to see like the dementia i need to see her sitting over here i'm um, doing this stuff like that so you know i i guess eventually like during the wendy show you could see that like the producers were feeding her some of her lines and she would forget like names of some celebrities but other than that i didn't really see anything about like, short-term memory yeah, I didn't see that either. I don't even watch Wendy Williams like that. No, she's not even, like, she was doing Wendy at home for a little bit, but now, like, the Wendy show has been completely taken over, and now there are just, like, a bunch of guest stars that come and feature. And these motherfuckers ain't nowhere compared, compared to Wendy, period. And that shit... Like, Sherry Underwood, now she's supposed to get her... I think it's Sherry Underwood. Who is that? Is it her name? Sherry Underwood. Let me see yeah. before I say. Yeah, I think it is Sherry. Why the fuck y'all got Wendy on this screen? Sherry Shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> Sherry Shepherd. Yeah, y'all. She's struggling right now. Sherry Shepherd. It was said that she didn't even leave the show like consensually, and that like her producers kicked her out. Yeah, they did. I think Beyonce casted a spell on her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not even No, I think I think she she always talking about Beyonce. Beyonce never came on her show. Beyonce never did the she was doing root work. That's what she was doing. Because how did that all happen so fast? Like she lost her money, the like the bank's not trusting her, family doesn't trust her. Like she's having really bad luck, like all I feel like way too fast for the average person. Y'all wanna hear my y'all wanna hear my theory? That's what I'm saying. Someone amped up her karma. Someone just brought it all to her in one It was the Clark sisters, bitch of her little brother who's three years younger than her like um debunking all allegations of wendy and saying like we've never seen like as a family we've never seen her with her mental health like mental health issues and if we did then we would say something yeah her brother came out and was like she's showing signs of um she's showing signs oh my god (laughs) she's showing signs of like um dementia and stuff and then she came out and she was like i want my money <laughs> i'm sorry that's not funny that for my entire life. sorry that was a really poor honestly like, i feel somebody, like she yeah. is going through some sort of dementia because i would never expect to see wendy no wheelchair her legs was too strong her legs was working. have y'all ever yeah. seen that's the great disease that's isn't she suffering from like lymph like what is it like her have you ever like looked at her feet like go look at a picture of Wendy Williams' feet, like type it in and look at her feet and look how big they are. Like, like a heel, like those stylish ass heels that she wears. She cannot dare wear those on TV. But yes, somebody, somebody was saying made a theory about dealing with like the whole gospel industry and stuff like that because you know that they say that you will reap what you sow and God will make your enemies your footstool. And surely after she said something about the Clark sisters talking about their grammy and making fun of them talking about how they have never they haven't had a hit in over some years and stuff like that everybody all of the gospel people came and read her ass down they all came together and congregated and said jesus make this bitch sick and he got her sick and then that's what happened so but i don't think that's what happened i just think that they read her politely which is a good thing you know because they gospel people they have to be you know holy but I feel like 
Franklin cussing. Hold on. Good. Wait a minute. No, no, because there's a video of Kurt Franklin cussing. But continue. But no. They have to play the holy role, and they have to politely do it. Like Kiara Shear got her together real quick, fasting on her. Let me actually see if I can pull up what she said about Miss Wendy Williams. Let's see, Wendy Williams, Kiara Shear. Wendy Williams. It says this is from Miss What's the Name. This is from Kiara Shear. This is what date is this? I don't. I don't say the date. Okay, it says these women um, have done more than number one on the charts. Their lives have matched what they sing about. Somehow they managed to sing about hashtag Jesus and one of the smallest but most effective genres of music. Have influenced masses. Have influenced masses and influenced uh, those who influence the masses. In addition, they've managed to take their message to some of the world's most biggest platforms, and their message still translate through generations. Not to mention those they've <laughs> this bitch read her. Not to mention those they've mentored and managed to genuinely pray and show concern for you when you passed out. <laughs> <laughs> While the world waited for your demise, be careful who you come for. Not everyone is worth it. This is a different caliber of, caliber of people. We pray you have perfect peace of mind and a successful rest. God bless. <laughs> Mitch, now she tore into her hey, so man, politely. She tore, she tore into her so politely. But I did, I did notice that after she passed out and after she talked about, she's just consistently talking about somebody. I feel like she's going through what the hell she's going through because of that boy that she was talking about, that little boy that had all the um, followers on TikTok and stuff, and she was making fun of his mm-hmm. his death and stuff like that. Let's remember that. I feel like. Um, she is reaping what she sows, and I feel like um, karma is coming back and eating her in her ass, literally. Cause death to all of them, de- literally death, rich and death on people and stuff like. Bitch, you on death's bed. You on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Excuse me, but yeah, we gonna go ahead. I'm praying for Miss Wendy. Hear your ass up. Get your ass out the hospital. Get your seven million dollars and get your ass back on TV. Amen. Right, get back in that chair. How you doing? Right. How you doing? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. We got well. How many minutes? Oh, but girl, we didn't stay too long on some of these topics. Let's go ahead and speed it up. All right. We have the next topic is birth control for men. How do we feel about this? Oh, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. Cause how the fuck we gonna have birth control? <laughs> Let's see. Kiss the dude in the comments. He said, "He said birth control for men for to get all us dicks pregnant." You know, um, you know, they is working on, um, you know, giving giving people who don't have like you know the the genitalia of a vagina. You know, they're giving, they're starting to make it. Um, you know, the point where they can have the vaginas kinesis. Okay. They're starting to work. <laughs> it says, "It's gold." What is it exactly? What is it exactly going to do? And this kids is what you'll look like if you have tuberculosis. It says the side effects of this drug. The side effect. Listen to this. The 
it says most compounds currently undergoing clinical trials target the male sex hormone testosterone which could lead to side effects such as weight gain depression and increased low density lipoprotein lipoprotein known as LDL and cholesterol and cholesterol LDL limb dick loser that's what it means limb dick loser it's gonna cause you to have a limpy and cholesterol levels and yeah I wanna know what it exactly goes in and do like like if they stop taking it for one day and stuff and they decide they wanna go have sex and get a girl pregnant and stuff but then is the baby gonna come out slow and like retarded and stuff <laughs> I'm sorry my question is how is with this male birth control like what is the purpose of it is it gonna like slow the sperm count down is it going to like decrease sex drive like, yeah I agree. We don't know. But at the same time, we didn't know when the female birth control came out. Nobody knew about the precautions until people started taking it. Mm. <laughs> Not Cosmo. But no, like, I really want to know that, like, is it going to cause birth defects for the men? Because, you know, that stuff stays inside of our bodies and stuff. And, you know, right. you know, men like to get, you know, they like, you know what they like to do. And it, even if they they have a successful thing and that you know they ejaculate inside of the woman the woman or whatever and the, they don't have a baby, like who's to say that it's not it's gonna prevent them all the way? They might have the baby and the baby come out being slow or something, or the baby <clears throat> got three eyes or five faces or seven eight toes. You know, it's just different things. You have to be careful when making this man made shit, and you know I don't trust it. I feel like these niggas just need to wrap their penis up with a with a fucking condom and keep their bitch on. Or get your nuts cut off. They're not gonna have no type of side effects on the pill. You don't think so? Listen, I'm gonna let you know right now. Even even with women, they still the women who still have birth control, they end up having children. You said they're not gonna have any side effects with the pill. What makes you say that? No, I mean. Like because child support work. is the side effect. <laughs> I just feel like birth control don't even work. It's, it don't even work. Okay. Uh, it's females, it's females that I know that have birth control and have birth control babies. Amen. Well, let's go. Well, we settled that. Ali Brady. Uh-huh. This is a lie. That's a lie. Yes, they're injecting her babies like or something. So when you get pregnant, the baby has something. They're mutating the babies. They're mutating our children. Oh, we're going to go on to the next one, y'all. On the next... Wait, hell no, nah, bitch. They dropping. All oh. right, we're going to go on to the next oh. person. Oh, not the next, the next topic. Okay, we're going to go ahead and go to... um, What is this? The uh, Don't Say Gay Bill. So, apparently... You know, let me get my research together. Um, apparently they've been having this whole thing where they're going to try and decide to make another amendment to where, you know, people can't, you know, you know, publicize their relations with, you know, say for instance, like a teacher was to have like a gay relationship or something and they were to have be a teacher or something like that. They could not have pictures of their wife and stuff inside of the classroom. They can't be like, love is love, love who you want to. They can't teach the kids to be, basically, they not want the kids to be comfortable. Like, some kids start feeling this stuff at, like, an early age. I know with me and stuff like that, I know that I was different from the fucking get-go. I wasn't a typical, ordinary bitch, and I didn't want to be one. So, you know, 
I lived my life the way I wanted to. But I don't feel like another teacher being with another person or being with the same gender or whatever is going to influence these kids any more than how their parents are sitting over here humping and fucking and nutting each other on a consistent basis in front of them. Because you have a lot of children that are sitting over here listening to their mamas have sex and they room like getting woken up out to sleep with their mama screaming and yelling and hollering and the daddy over here grunting and groaning and moaning and they mama err. And they can hear that in them thin as well. So I feel like with that being said, the teachers ain't having sex in front of the children or nothing like this. So I feel like, you know, let if they let these they need to know that it's okay. And for the parents that are still up here talking about this shit, it's not okay, bitch. You need to stop doing the fucking most. You are trying to hide your mother. You are trying to hide your children from becoming the people um, that they're going to become. They're going to become the people anyway. Your child is going to be gay regard. Who the fuck is it that nasty ass shit in my ear? I'll slap you. Anyways, I just feel like... Let these babies do what they gonna do. Let them be kids. If they they want to go out here and hurt you somebody later on, and it's the, it happens to be uh, the same sex or whatever, you let them do that. That's none of your fucking business. You worry about your ugly ass wife and y'all other ugly ass children. So, you know, that's my take. How do y'all feel about it? Um, I just feel like you know, the don't say gay. them to say that uh, you know that we're pushing the agenda if we try to say anything about it <laughs> basically you know it's like you know the LGBTQ, um you know agenda that they say that we have but it's like if you look through most of the medias or you watch movies and shit, they show straight over raw dog and having sex they literally made a movie called 365 days which is literally about fun. Uh-huh. right so it's like bitch if i'm pushing the agenda and they have not made a they seen where like they see two gay men fully naked in the bed with they oh my god and ass and everything we have not seen that uh-huh. and I feel like with them saying that we're pushing the agenda it's like no y'all are pushing the agenda on everybody to be straight no, they're just pushing their unconformity onto everybody like I don't understand the difference between having a photo of a heterosexual couple on your desk and a homosexual couple on your desk like if it's a photo I they're the why. same gender that's the only thing they're the same that's gender. the only thing that's the only difference and it's ridiculous that we have all of these laws discriminating against people who love who they love and it's like it already, now didn't, it, didn't the bill already pass in Florida it was somewhere where they were trying to get it signed I think, I think it was <laughs> And this, and this fact, why I feel like a lot of people, the LGBTQ, because it's so accepted out there. That's why a lot of people in the Philippines, and it's literally going to end like it's already overcrowded with you know people the LGBTQ and everything. So it's like with that, it's like it's crazy. Yeah, and what it and think about it, what it is is like this teaches young men because it more so hurts on young men, especially the black community. Mm-hmm. It's on black men, and this is why we have a lot of TL men. Mm. that really claim that they're straight when we all know in form and morals motherfucking reality bitches that you like to get fucked or you like to pick someone right are you are you looking at somebody why are you talking like that (laughs) 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 (laughs)
right, yeah, you a DL. You a dirty ass DL, bitch. <laughs> I'm screaming. Yeah, I'm American, so I have, yeah. Girl, you're ghetto. I'm an American woman. I'm screaming. All right, well, let's go ahead and. Yeah, especially um, Flavor Flav. I'm just not. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. It's Lil. It's <clears throat> Boosie, Lil Wayne, Red uh, Birdman. The baby is DL as fuck. The, the baby that been fucking on Santana, allegedly. <clears throat> allegedly. I don't want to get sued like Tasha K. I don't want to get sued like Tasha K for a defamation of character fucking um suit. So, yes, because you know Cardi got her ass trying to pay four million dollars to her. She ain't got it. So, let's you know, let's go on and get on to the next topic. I'm fucking hollering. Okay, Kanye West, everyone. Hot. <laughs> What? Girl, the one with that damn uh, Ari and this. Oh shit! Not I'm trying to speed it up. How much? How much, we have six? We have a total of six more minutes. So let's go ahead and wrap it up, y'all. Okay. So how we feel about the whole situation when it comes down to um Ari and G Herbo? Apparently, G Herbo and Ari are um are having issues, and they were um they little co-parenting thing because apparently the baby has went back and told Ari that you know his girlfriend has been you know mean to him and has scratched him and caused a scratch on his face and everything like that, and she's just trying to be a defensive mother, and she's trying to go on the internet trying to make it seem like she's never done all of this stuff, but you know babies don't be lying like that. So how y'all feel about that? That part. Um, what I'm gonna say is that she definitely needs to be broken up with. Uh, you know, it's your child, and if you care about your child, she's not gonna be mm-hmm. right. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I honestly do. If you care about your and child, then, she ain't gonna be there. Yeah, because what's really pissing me off is the people who are saying, "Oh, he's just a child; he's gonna say anything." You know, children lie all the time, but that's not even the case. Like, why would a child just wake up? If my baby told me that this just Yes. <clears throat> and just automatically like make up something like this because if I'm sending my child to a whole nother state where I'm not able to accommodate him or supervise him and you're supposed to be there to watch watch him take care of him, whatever the things I'm trusting you with my child and also the father's not there to even watch how you're how you're taking care of him, you're not gonna be able to be there to witness what's going on. So for my child to come back home and tell me Oh, I don't want to be over there because I'm not comfortable. I don't like the person that that who's treating me. They're treating me bad. I don't like them. You know, I'm gonna believe my child first. She like, exactly. Like, <clears throat> you know what this remind me of? It remind me of the Chris Hill and Clean when Chris was having all the motherfucking women over there, and you knew what's COVID going on, bitch. Why you have all the people right your child? Literally, yeah. But I don't. I just and then I just feel like I just feel like she went. G Herbo's um girlfriend Taylor. I just feel like she went a little out of, uh, overboard with the situation because first of all she posted a video of her and Papa you know yo-yo 
of videos and old pictures of when she and Yo-Yo used to be really, really close. But that doesn't, you know, that doesn't really justify anything. You you could have been, you know, lovable to him and stuff like that. But behind closed doors, who knows what you'd be doing to that boy? Like, literally, I just know my child will not come home. My child will not come home and tell me that the person that I'm trusting with my child, who is not the mother. Is hitting on me. Is hitting on you. Scratching yeah, on. He's crying. I'm so a like, beat. I'm gonna beat the ugly off that bitch. Those, I swear. If my child is coming to me and expressing those feelings to me, I'm gonna do whatever it takes to make sure that they're okay. I'm knocking on that though. And, and I'm a. People are over here saying that Ari is being bitter for protecting Yo Yo, and it's it's weird. No, so she's I not. And I'm gonna tell you why she's not. At the no, end of the day, no. when it comes down to it, this is her child. This child came out of her. This is her bloodline. When it comes down to it, if she does not want her son being around this woman, that is all that they, everybody should all, everyone should just respect that. that that's how co-parenting is that's just like if her baby was around G Herbo he was to do this or not G Herbo uh, but what the fucking uh, money bag or whoever well, that she was with at the time or wow or a couple minutes ago um like if it was the same thing with that he would have run in her or that man away from his child and stuff and I don't even think that he the baby would be able to be around him like that period because every time I see them together the baby is never around so I think they already had to communicate it but don't go against don't be a hypocrite don't be saying like I don't want them around my child and this and this and this and the third and then go and pull the same shit because then, then you look weird I think that bitch, she looks evil. She looks retarded in the face. And I feel like she did put her hands on that baby. And I feel like that baby, for that, no for that baby to, right. I feel that. This is the same female that was um, messing with G Herbo while uh, Herbo and Ari were together. So literally. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Women, like, so, women like that feel vindicated. They feel, they feel vindicated that they got, that they got. It's stolen, but it's like, girl, first of all, she was, she's been with him, been with him. Been had that, been with that. So, girl, what are you doing? And then she was trying to be cordial about the situation, you know, when her baby came home and told her what happened, and she took the initiative and wanted to know what was going on with her baby. So, when she called them, when she called them, when she called them, they they took a whole week to even, you know, answer her about the situation, and... You know, so Ari took it into matters of her hands and addressed the situation to her social media. Like, you're... And, and she had every fucking right to... Trying to make people have sympathy for you. Like, okay, that no doesn't show shade. anything. That doesn't show no anything. Shade. No shade. No shade. If Ari went up and kicked her in her motherfucking stomach, she'd be wrong there. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. You gotta go to the... Stomach. We have a total of... How many minutes we have? It's we have, we have the 58-minute count. So let's we we really don't have to talk too much about what's his name on his black ass uh Kanye because we already know how the fuck we feel sick psychotic ugly I'm just praying yeah okay one gotta go y'all okay so I have a list okay I'm gonna give y'all a couple of people or whatever the 59 minute mark we gonna do one because we got this our last minute we have Whitney Houston. Anita Baker, <laughs> Shaka Khan, and motherfucking uh, Diana Ross. Which one gotta go? Diana. Oh my god! Shaka. Not Shaka. Whitney gotta go. Uh, yeah. I only know one person, so I only know Whitney. So. 
Okay, well, y'all heard what the fuck. That part. Well, y'all heard what the fuck they said. We are on the forty. How many minutes we got? Forty-five seconds. Um, thank y'all so much for coming and listening to Zay's Table Talk, the last episode. Y'all go ahead and give y'all such a round of applause. Y'all did good tonight. Come on, period. Yes. Good night, y'all. Hello, everybody. <laughs> How y'all doing? Y'all doing good? Y'all blessed and highly favored? A motherfucking man. Let's keep it going. All right, y'all. Well, you know, we closed off the sixth. Uh, we'd be closed. We were supposed to close off season one the other night, but I wanted to come and do episode seven because seven is the number of completion, and I wanted to, you know, set things right for the season one. I learned a lot of things um, from this past year. Um, wow, so many life lessons. So many people have came and gone. Some people have came back. You know, it's it's to be expected. That's how life is. Um, I also went through one of my craziest moments, probably in March. Yeah, in March, the entire month of March was hell for me. Reason being is because I was dealing with shit mentally. My bodily, my body was moving really weird. Um. Things were not working correctly. My vision, my body, I was fatigued. I was throwing up on it because it couldn't help anything down. And it wasn't until that I had to have a conversation with somebody. And I found out that I was going through depression and I was having anxiety attacks. It was causing me to go through stress and it was causing me to have migraines on a consistent basis. It may also tie in from like the wealth and stuff like that, but mostly of it was depression. And you know, everybody, I'm really uh, out of sight, out of mind type of person. Like I don't let it. If I don't hear about it, I don't. I don't. It might pop up in my head every now and then, <clears throat> but I, I kind of just bypass it and just moving on. But I had a conversation with my dad, and um. Um, you know, nobody wants <coughs> nobody wants to have this conversation, but you know it's needed. Everybody knows that I've kind of been going on <coughs> a transition process or going through the transition process of just becoming the person that I need to be and that I want to be. Um I was having a conversation with my dad, just bringing up, I just gave him a, a little slight scenario. Because my dad is really homophobic, everybody. Everybody does not know this. Um, I was having a conversation with my dad, and I brought up something. I just made up something in my head, and I was like, you know, y'all. Um, I was like, Dad, my friend had heard that you said, you know, F-A-G-G-O-T-S the other night. And they wanted to know what was your frustration or, like, why do you have so much of an issue with the community? So, you know, the conversation starts off well, and then he gets escalated. It starts, his voice starts raising and stuff. Mind you, he has drank a little bit. So, um, you know, he's drinking and stuff, and he's talking, he's cussing, he's spitting. 
and he's calling them punk pussies, this and this and this and a third. And you know, me being the person that I am, like hearing that after you hear that one thing, you don't want to hear the rest of it. Like you don't even want to have another conversation with the person. Y'all, it took all of me not to just go out right then and there. You know, it's hard because it's just like you would think that a parent would understand this. Y'all not being raised by, y'all not being raised like this and stuff and some of the stuff that the child do, y'all's parents are not proud of as well. But, you know, who can you, who, who, you can't do that. You cannot live your life through your children. You gave me life. <clears throat> and I'm carrying it on. You know. I never understood that. So yeah. He um, he acted an ass. And we left it alone. <laughs> People know that I don't get along with my dad. As it is. Because so you cannot talk to him. Can't get through to him. There's not even a simple conversation with him. But with that, um, something good came this year. Me and my ex got back together. <sighs> Everybody, it has been amazing. Rekindling and loving and just growing with this man again. Like, I ended the relationship with him the first time because of a situation we're not going to talk of because it's old but it hurt my feelings he did something that hurt my feelings really bad and really deeply and it kind of scarred me and i couldn't go on i i carried on with the relationship because one i genuinely love this person and um i i feel like something is something in me was telling me like this is a person that's for me and I wanted to work with him other people that I won't name were telling me like yeah like I've seen like a major change from this person and stuff like that nothing that I'm changing anybody but like they're getting themselves together well towards the end of the relationship which was in December um, I call it quits because I was going through a lot of things with myself because um, body dysmorphia is real. You have different things that you don't like about your body. You want to change. Not really comfortable in your own body and stuff like that. It's a lot of things. But I'm getting there step by step. Especially with that TikTok shit, that inverted camera shit. Oh, yeah, y'all, that pissed me off because, girl, I was looking at the camera like, oh, my God, I'm catfishing every fucking man. Let me get off camera. Like, I do not. It's kind of like how Mariah carried them, like, fluorescent lighting um, inside of uh, <laughs> inside of the fucking, like, interview room so that she'd bring her own lighting crew. I'm the same way. Not, well, I'm not someone with lighting. I don't care. But when it comes down to um, that, field, that camera shit, I was really self-conscious about that, and I would judge the fuck out of myself people would like be like you're so pretty and i'll be like girl what the fuck are you talking about bitch like you better make me punch you in your motherfucking face like i'm really gonna just sock your ass in your mouth but you know i i, I took it in and i got myself together so i'm better but back to the relationship um after that situation happened between me and him and he did what he did um i had to take some time out for myself to get myself together 
I jumped back into things because he was going through a lot of side of his life and I didn't want to, you know, um, I didn't want to leave him because um, it's easy to leave <clears throat> a man when he's down. But I'm, I genuinely have love for this person and I love him so much. That's why I stayed with him. I tried to work things out. And when I started noticing, like, you know, he was trying and stuff, but the energy was still kind of weird and stuff. But he, he eventually ended up getting together. Uh, I'm not going to talk on too much. Well, yeah, I will. I pointed out his flaws and stuff, so I'll talk about mine, too. I called it quits because I was dealing with some stuff in my head, my body, my mind, everything. I had to get myself back to myself. <clears throat> so I called it quits. And... <clears throat> It kind of hurt him, which is understandable. I was hurt too. I kind of got into the thing like, I can't give you what you want. Like, you're going to want kids later on in life, and I can't give that to you. And this and this and this and this and then to the third. You're going to get out here and go to the school that you want to go. You're going to meet somebody else. Insecurities for real, y'all. And um, those insecurities were scaring me. So I, I kind of left. But <sighs> fast forward, um, after we broke up, I was going to go on a date with a person. I was going to go on a date with a person, and he swiped up. This is the first time I've ever seen him, like, genuinely upset. He swiped up on my story and was like, what the, like, take me out of your close friends. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean? And I already knew what he meant and stuff like that. And I honestly forgot that he was in my close friends. I thought he had already, you know, unfollowed me, but apparently not. So that's where we get to the end. He blocks me because I didn't want to take him off my close friends. And it hurt me. But he was telling some other people, like, that I never loved him. And it, and it made me feel bad because I do love him. So, you know what they say if it's meant to be then it will continue so here is the sequel y'all this man has changed so much in such little time and I'm not even just saying it just to say it just to be like you know that's my man and I'm like that but like he's changed y'all like the way he talks to me has changed the way that he attends to my emotions has changed the way that he makes me feel has changed like we play we joke around with each other because it's the basis but he lets me know that he loves me without me having to tell him and y'all it's, it's been crazy the body changes that I've been going through um the startup of the whole HRT hormone replacement therapy shit He's been like through all of it and I just love him for real. And I know y'all be seeing me post on my close friends, people that are in my close friends, the people that are listening to this shit. If you're not in my close friends, bitch, you ain't getting in there. I'm just playing. But um <laughs> he's just so attentive now and he's so considerate. And I was scared for a minute because I didn't want to go through the same stuff again with him and um 
he's really proven me otherwise this time and i don't want to get like emotional nothing like that it's not not even like that i don't even know why i'm tearing up and shit i think it was just me being scared that caused us to have the breakup which is a, maybe a good thing because it it allowed us to get ourselves together um we got back it together and it's everything's been good we have our little you know our moments where we have like our not our arguments but our disagreements we always come back and we have conversations about him and that's the thing that I love about him is that he's so understanding and he takes accountability <clears throat> just like I do like that is that is number one inside of a relationship period if you're gonna get in and we started off as friends and I had to understand him as a friend first before I could understand him as my partner and everything is going it's getting better every day like y'all y'all do not understand like it's it's crazy i just i love him anyways we gonna get off of him because i don't want his punk ass listening to this shit thinking like oh like oh my god zane loves me shut your ass up anyways but um yes everybody um Love is real. Um, I can't wait to spend these years with him. It's exciting. I get overwhelmed sometimes. Not overwhelmed. I get so anxious because like we plan these things and the things are coming together finally. The things that we have planned and stuff, we're all on one accord. It's not that one person is doing something both people are doing something we're both putting in a hunt we both putting a hundred into the relationship i'm gonna say it like that we might have our slip-ups and stuff that are our fault now so we always pick it back up so that's one thing i could also say that i love about the relationship and for other people out there <clears throat> i'm just gonna take time to just break off not saying that i have the perfect man or you know we're just perfect or nothing like that it's just a stick beside them there had been times that during our breakup and stuff like that, I wanted to go back and text him and be like, hey, I miss you. But it was more of a disciplinary thing for me because, like, bitch, you ain't finna let no nigga run your life, basically. So I waited for him. He texted me, and um, it went from there. And it's just been amazing. But for the people that are having relationship problems, and I want to quote something and I know and some of y'all be like oh this bitch got there from Tyler Perry but this shit is true what that bitch say oh my did I get married Janet make a list everybody right now take you out a piece of paper any kind of paper whatever paper you got and find you a pen any type of writing utensil and I want you to write a T. I want you to make a chart. I want you to have two columns. <coughs> Excuse me. I want you to have two columns. And I want you to have good and bad. I want you, I want you to write good and bad on each side. Good on one side, bad on the next side. And as you're listening to me, I want you to write down all of the good things that this man has done to you, for you, with you, 
with memories y'all had together, everything. <clears throat> and I want you to write all of the bad shit that he's done for you, with you, to you, on the other side. And see which one outweighs the other. I had to do that with myself. Because, y'all, I thought that I had been doing, I had been done so wrong. And in a, in a way, I, I kind of was. But then I had to, like, you know, bring it into reality real quick. And I got myself together. And, yeah. I am putting 100%, 150. I'm putting the most that I've ever put in inside of a relationship for this relationship. Because I want it to work out so much. And it's working. And we're both putting in energy. We're both giving each other the energy that both of us are wanting and needing. We've gotten better with communication. And, you know, everything is just bad. I can't go into, like, I can't go into much detail. <clears throat> but you know just know things are good back to this list hopefully your black ass oh whoever you are I'm not gonna say black ass but hopefully whoever hopefully your ass is almost done with this list hurry up because we ain't got all day this is supposed to be a short session i ain't doing no full hour tonight hell <laughs> i'm screaming anyways so one or two things happen when you finish this list okay Either you've had more bad shit on one side or you had more good shit on one side. Which one you gonna do? I mean, this is just a chart just to show you everything that has happened to you. You can also try to make sense of the bad shit and actually see where are you are overreacting or are you just actually, you know, um, are you... Are you needing to be truth with your, truthful with yourself and you need to go in and call the quits? <clears throat> with the good side, if the good side is longer than the bad side, well, have a conversation with him. I know it might be hard because men emotionally block themselves off from their partners. And why, I do not know. It's not just them. It's not just them. It's us sometimes too. When it comes down to it, we have to be there for them. Like nag, not necessarily nagging them and stuff like that, but when it comes down to being there for them and showing them that we care, you know, if it's just a simple like getting them food or, you know, hugging them, kissing them, you know, like Destiny Child said, brushing their ways and putting their do rag on, drawing their bath water, shit like that. I'm not gonna do all that shit, but you know, I'm just saying. Well. If it ever came down to me needing to do that, I would do so. But I'm just saying, like, I don't, I'm not around him right now. I'm just saying, just to be able to get him to open up to you. Baby, once you get your man to open up to you, you done. You you set, bitch, because you have him. And you're going to keep him. You're going to need to keep him. Once he opens up to you, that is the most vulnerable. And he's opening up the most vulnerable part <clears throat> of himself. And that means that you have to take that in correctly. You have to do, know how to do things afterwards. You got to know how to go forward after he's opened himself up to you. Because if you just kind of just sit and let it just, you know, oh, my baby type shit. You know, bitch, he's going to leave your ass. Because you sitting over here playing in his face. You didn't have me sit over here and open up to you. And your motherfucking ass is, oh, baby. Like, bitch, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave. 
that all of that being said, y'all, keep working things out. If my women and my men that are listen to listening to me tonight, I want y'all to do something. <clears throat> if it comes down to you know you would have ain't shit ass nigga, and you know that he's not right for you for real for real. Um, I didn't have that situation, but I know how to point them out, and I'm gonna tell you how. Um, they're inconsiderate. They like to argue on a consistent basis. They don't like to see your point of view. They don't like to be passionate with you. The only time they want to be passionate is when they want to have sex with you. The only time they want to be passionate is when it's something that they want. The only time they want to be passionate or um or just um loving or caring and stuff like that is when they need something. And it's gonna cause an inconvenience for you. You have to make the decision whether you're gonna sit there and let that happen to you, or if you're gonna kick his ass to the curb. And it might be ha- it might be really hard. And I understand it is it can be really hard, but at the end of the day, you matter the most. Ain't nobody else gonna treat you the way that you treat you. And if you don't treat yourself the way that you're supposed to treat yourself, then the next nigga won't. Period. And it's just that on that on that. Y'all can take what I'm saying and let it go in one ear and out the ear. One ear, go in one ear and out the other if you want to. But at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, this is your life. You will say, no, do not ever bring your, um, do not ever bring yourself down below yourself for a man, period. If he does not love you for you and you have to consistently give him something for him to love you, then there's an issue. Any right you got to give him head for him to you want to cuddle with you you want to cuddle he don't want to cuddle if you're not giving him head you want to do this and this and this and this no he don't want to do this unless he's not getting something back in return that is not love get your ass away from him quick fast and the fucking hurry because that is not a man that is a little ass boy that is not he is not he's not ready he's not He was not raised right. He probably was raised right. I'm not even going to talk about the upbringing. Because some of these mamas be working their ass. Start trying to bring their they boys up correctly. Because they be single mothers out here. But baby. If he ever. Ever, ever, ever. Just start, you just start seeing signs of different shit. Just shit after shit after shit after shit after shit. Get rid of his ass. Because baby. Ain't no sailor in hell. That you finna sit over here and tell me that um, you're not finna do something because, or not even that, that you're not finna sit over here and have conversation or talk with me because uh, you just don't want to, or this and this and this and this and this and that. We're just understand. Not everybody's gonna want to do that. Everybody's gonna want to open up to you. Not everybody's gonna tell you about their business, and that's fine. It takes time to do that. Just like it takes time for us to be able to open up to them as well. But when it comes down to it, if this shit just continues to go on and on and on, and it's causing the situation inside of the relationship, leave his ass. Ladies, if you have noticed that this man has been 
doing all of this weird shit behind your back or you feel like you're being sneaky and stuff like that i wouldn't say trust your instinct but just be really cautious because if he's really dumb 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 stupid 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 he's going to get caught up caught up caught up caught up caught up because niggas can't cheat for real they so stupid it is they so they so dumbfounded when it comes down to it and it's sad to say they're very smart human beings they just don't know how to cheat correctly and it's a good thing because you need you can continuously catch their ass up maybe it's easy if he's sitting over here and he does not want to tend to your needs not your wants your needs like if you say for instance you on your period and he's not doing things that he needs to be able to do to help you or he's not trying to help you through this so he's not trying to love on you he's not wanting to be there leave his ass the fuck alone if he's not even checking on you periodically to make sure that you're doing okay mentally and physically leave his ass alone if he's only just trying to if he's if he's okay if you have a nigga that only hits you up after your period is over it is not your nigga that is your concubine and you need to get away from him because that shit is toxic and that's just that on that on that period other than that <clears throat> mental health ladies and gents please keep track of your mental health please do not let no please do not let nobody play with your mental don't let nobody into your mental like your mental period y'all that is the most crazy shit Cause I've had somebody do it with me. I've had an ex, a previous ex, do it with me, and it fucked me up. Hold on. Oh my God, I had to sneeze. Excuse me. That is so disrespectful, but it's okay. You know, we being real. This is a. This is my talk. Y'all gonna have to understand that not everybody has our best interests at heart, and when they don't, it causes our mental to decrease because we thought that they did, and we like, damn, we really fucked up. And we call ourselves stupid. We beat ourselves up because these niggas or these bitches just sat over here and played with us. Not only that, a lot of issues have been going on through this pandemic with family, friends, everything. Take out time for yourself. Go pamper yourself. Listen to music. Do yoga. Try breathing exercises. Go get your nails done. Go get a pedicure. Get your hair did. Get do something. Cause it takes time to get back to it takes time to get back to your mental after it's been messed with. It takes time to get back to yourself after you've been through a almost a fucking like depression breakdown. It takes time. You're not as quick and swift on things as you were. You're forgetting things on a consistent basis. That's shit you gotta worry about. That shit that I'm going through now. That's why I'm able to come back and do these podcasts because, for one, I get myself together. I'm on the amount of recovery, but it's a good thing. And I'm so glad that I had people that checked on me, my family, uh, everybody, my friends, people that I really fucking know had talked to me <clears throat> about the shit. And I thank them so much because it was so helpful I and mean, I, I needed to hear that shit period like honestly y'all I needed to hear all of the shit that y'all were telling me I needed to hear everything I needed to be um babied even though I probably wasn't really baby it was just people just really being attentive and just you know taking me under their wing and stuff and just helping me back thank you because 
this shit not easy thank you so much but anyways everybody i am so excited for y'all to see or for y'all to start listening to season two because i have some episodes already recorded and y'all this shit is gonna be so funny oh this shit gonna be funny we talking about motherfuckers that y'all would not ever imagine me ever doing a talk show or doing a podcast with so y'all just stay tuned because y'all it is not the end um thank you so much for the um how many listens have we had so far on this damn this from just all episodes i have a total for this entire season not including this one from episode one to six i have a total of nine thousand motherfucking listens because of y'all how the fuck i don't know who else has been listening to me i will be posting my social media tags and stuff because that's nine thousand people that's nine thousand motherfucking people that you follow this damn instagram page too (laughs) do you hear me uh anyways but thank you guys so much for listening and just and motivating me and encouraging me and just staying with me and just being patient because <clears throat> it's a pandemic everybody knows that but i'm gonna be more consistent for season two it's gonna be more crazier it's gonna be more um fun it's i just have so much i have so much other shit planned for season two and i'm so excited so with that being said everybody y'all have a blessed night Please do not worry. Drink you some water. Surround yourself around with people that have a high high energy levels. Just really positive ass energy. Listen to your music. Do what you need to do to get yourself back to you. I promise you it gets better. Okay. Okay. Period. Ollie ready y'all. Y'all have a nice night. And I see y'all when I see y'all. Or I'll y'all listen to me when y'all listen to me. Season 2 coming soon. Bye, motherfuckers.